You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. Hello, hello. Oh, hey. Welcome back. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. One okay. week break. I'm sorry, I'm a little congested, but... Uh, oh, yeah, you sound like you got some SARS or something. Um, no, there's no SARS in this room. <laughs> I had an orange... Only revolution. ...that I was given by the Patriots. And right, you got that happen. typist, huh? Yeah. Anyways, welcome back, guys. It is episode 18 of Revolution Austin City Limits. I am your host this evening, Francesca. And next to me are my lovely co-hosts that I've missed for a week since oh, we had a little week hiatus. Too. Oh, I miss you guys. Names. Blue partner. Mine, oh. Well, you're blue too. Great. We're all blues. Ladies okay. first. What's up? I'm Megan Thomas at hey. Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Hey, Megan Thomas. I'm Brian Hooks. Sitting hey. next to you in this blue shirt. Yay. It's all about blue today. It, we always seem to match. It's really weird. We have ESP and we don't even know it. We have ESPN. We've got nanites in our brain telling us what to wear (laughs) on the Revolution After Show. I was just about to say that. What did you guys think about this episode? I thought it was a pretty awesome episode. Pretty action-packed. A lot of, like, on your toes. But ultimately very sad for myself. What did you guys think? It was a little creepy for me. I'm like, okay, so this is what happens when you take the, what is it, the blue pill or the red pill? Yeah, the red pill. Take the blue pill. Yeah, right. Blue pill. (laughs) When you take the pill to accept the non-reality. So it was just a little creepy for me because, oh, come on, Priscilla. Actually, I can't even be mad at her because I would have probably chosen the same thing. When I take a little blue pill, something else happens, which isn't (laughs) nearly that exciting. Well. Well. No, so I'm, I'm torn about this week. And. I felt like they really needed to come out strong with the episode because of last week. They didn't have an episode on. And right. usually when a re- revolution shows, like when there's a break, they rerun an episode. They didn't even rerun an episode last week either. So that sh- seems to me like a little bit of distancing from NBC's aspect. So they really needed, I think, to come back with this episode really hard. And they did. I thought the yeah, beginning really episode. captured your attention. A lot of action throughout the episode. Um, not a lot of story development, though. No. Other than the Priscilla Aaron aspect, there wasn't a lot of story development with other people. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, Nelson, Nelson, Neville. Nelson. I do another show and there's a Nelson. Neville disappeared like right off the bat after the very right. first. He had a great opening scene, very strong, and then just sort of went away. And what, why didn't he show up? Right. Well, I think that's, this was definitely Next Jason's week. episode. Right. But, I mean, they like you said, they didn't show like an, um, an episode the week that we missed. Mm-hmm. I think it was just to build suspense. Of to who was gonna die, right? And who did you, who did you guys think we were trying to have a bet? And I could have won, but I didn't. I know because you're a pansy. <laughs> I didn't want to accept the fact you didn't want to choose someone. If you had chosen your favorite guy, you would have won. <laughs> I chose Doctor Porter because he's old. Well, I went between Connor and, and Jason, so I was half right. You're half kind right. of a pansy. I was kind you're of a pansy. <laughs> Just kind of. You're kind of a pansy. We didn't even see Doctor Porter in this episode, nope. so yeah, it was pretty much all about. Jason and Priscilla. 
and Austin. And Austin, Texas, which I hear is really cool. So let's start it off. So in the very beginning, like you said, we see Tom, and he's trying to talk Jason into helping him fight for... Right. To keep fighting and find their mom, essentially. And then... Okay, I want to say this. I told you guys, I think she's dead. Yeah. I, I think Julia's dead. I think she's been dead. And I think that they're just holding that over uh, Monroe's head. I mean, not Monroe. Uh, Tom Neville's head. And so because he loves her so much, he's willing to believe that she's still alive. But I do believe what Jason says, and that's... She's dead. Yeah, I'm glad that Jason finally stood up and said something to him. And he's like, you know, we don't know if she's alive or dead. And this is something we can't control. What we can control is you can help me, and I need you to help me. And you're basically being crazy, and, you know, you're lying to yourself, and you're lying to me. Right. So I I like that he finally said something to him, because we haven't really seen that side of Jason throughout. No. I think that should have been our clue that he was going to (laughs) die. Because, you know, Jason never, like, there's never been any storyline that's just been about Jason. Mm -mm. So we should have probably picked that up. Well, they did a good job, I think, with that, because one of the things that when we were watching the episode, I said... They kept commenting. He's like, oh, well, if I do something wrong, he can shoot me. Oh, if I yeah. do this. The one that you keep talking about getting killed usually doesn't get killed. Right. You know, when it's when that's who you think it's going to be, That's they want you to think it's going to be somebody else so they can switch it. Right. right. And then, I mean, I, I had predicted two weeks ago that I thought it was going to be Charlie that might possibly die. But I was like, no, you can't kill off Charlie. But at the very end there, when, you know, they were fighting, it was a little bit of like, wait, wait a minute. So, yeah, they kind of threw, threw us off a lot. Right. This episode. Well done. Well done. NBC writers, well done. I thought it was interesting, though, um, because, like you said, he's saying, um, Jason's asking his dad, like, help me. He's so focused on his, you know, on Julia. his wife, right. on Julia, who might not even be alive. Right. We don't, we don't 100% know for sure. But he's like, I'm alive, and you already know what I've gone through, and you're just, like, pushing me to the side. And so he just walks away. Right. Well, which you've always known about Neville. Neville's always been about Julia, and that's it. It's Everything sad. has always been about pleasing her or finding her or anything like that. And when she came back in the picture, it's been the same thing. Right. So, I, and, and Julia, I feel like it's always been kind of about herself or Tom. Oh, her, I think no, she's been about herself. Yeah. I, I, poor, poor Jason. I don't think <laughs> she's been about, about herself. I mean, I think if you, like last season, Julia was all about the family. Because you remember that she was very right. well, down since for she's her man. Returned, at least then. But yeah, but even still, you have to understand she didn't know that her husband and her son were alive. So I can't even blame her for being all right. about herself. It's about survival. When you don't know your kid and your husband are alive, what else are you going to do? So, but I think once she found out that they're alive, then she's like, okay, this is a delicate situation. And I think she played it correctly. I think she does. You know, she. I don't think she's selfish. I don't. Well, but I think she's dead. What? Sorry. We'll see if she shows up. We've got what, four more episodes left. Do you, you think they would just kill her off like that and not really make it? Like, yes. I don't. Th- I think there'll have to be some kind of reveal. If she's dead, they're going to find her, or you know, something's going to happen where they have to show that she's dead or she's right. not dead. Maybe. On TV, if they don't show a body, then you're not dead. No. Correct. I agree. Maybe Jason's really not dead. We who knows? Maybe the, man, the nanites could bring him back. <laughs> right. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Right. I'm so. Did sad. you just get excited? All of a sudden, <laughs> yes, like I really, did. really hard over there. <laughs> Anyways, so. Um, Jason leaves Tom and he, you know, what I thought was funny, he found Miles and, and Sebastian like right away. I don't know if it's right away. I mean, of course, you know, there's only 40, what, 40 some minutes in an actual show. Right. But here's the thing. So if Jason found them, then that means Tom was close by because he was following Jason. So where did Tom go? 
Because I don't think he would just he, – he sees his son walking away. You see him walking, and then, you know, you're not just going to let him go off. If you see him walking towards the camp that Monroe and Miles are at, yeah, of course right. you're going to, like, stay close by. So I think he's actually probably lurking. He's probably in Austin. He probably followed them. Well, they showed in the preview he's going to show up next right. week. And I so. think it's because he followed them. More than likely. I think so. I think so, too. Right. But I thought that was weird. So he has – Connor by gunpoint so he can get past the gates and then you know he's like I want to help you guys and I mean I believe that he wanted to help him did you guys think otherwise because you know Mile and and especially for Charlie that was just like right right and I believe that like I know they were standoffish towards him because of all the stuff he did in the past but I I believed he really wanted to help him because of the interaction he had with his father he would never Oh yeah. At this point, like that's the only person who knows the truth for real about him and his life and everything. So I don't I didn't think he was lying to his father. So if you're just gonna turn your back on your dad, then I think you're you're being honest. Yeah, I thought he was honest as soon as he came up because he put his gun down, you know, he let Connor go, and then he also gave him the piece of information about where they were gonna be staying right. while they were uh, in Austin. So right. it was like, here's yeah. a peace offering, here's some information. Because they knew Austin was the target based on the translations, right? So he gave him an address. Like, where they needed to go. 19 Arnell Street. So. Is it Ardell? Arnell? Arnell. I thought it was Arnell. I wonder if it's a real place. We can, <laughs> we can Google map it later. Google map it later. Right. Yes, but I, I, I agree. Like I said, that because of him giving information and basically coming in, I just needed him to get in. And now right. that I'm in, I'm not here to hurt. I'm putting my gun away. I'm showing a good faith act, if you will. And here's what I know. Right. And then he's just like, yeah, what if you – if yeah, we were saying if he does anything wrong, shoot him. You can handcuff me and, you know. So I, I was happy that they accepted him back, of course back on were. the manhunt. Because <laughs> you just wanted to see him more. I just love this, Jason. Right. Off on right. the boys weekend. <laughs> so they're in Austin, and Connor and Charlie go into the store. Did you guys get the creepy vibes from the lady right off the bat? Yes, because she looks creepy. I felt like her <laughs> eyes wanted to go different directions. Anyone else? Was like, Shirley Jenkins. Shirley Jenkins. We don't know that yet, but I thought that, well, at first I was very skeptical of her just because I'm like, well, if she's at that building, maybe she's in on it. But when they, it felt like they duped her so easily. Oh, yeah, I felt like right. she gave up the information too fast. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah. maybe she's Your people really... upstairs, make sure they pay the rent. Well, I didn't. I had no clue that she was a part of them. I'll, I'll be honest. I was just like, "Oh, they're gonna kill this lady. They're gonna <laughs> blow up her spot and steal the guns at her place." That's I what I thought. I didn't know that she was a part of it, but I just felt like she was too easily, you know, manipulated or it just didn't feel right. Well, yeah, something didn't feel right. Right. That's how I felt too. But like I said, off the bat, so when she gave the information, I was like, "Oh, maybe she's just dumb." And then that, so that threw me off for later. I was back to you guys like I didn't think anything of it. Right. But she's got homemade beef jerky, so. Yeah, that kind of looks gross. It looks like dog treats. That's that's what beef jerky looks like. Right. It's dried meat. I guess it's weird seeing it outside of its wrapper. Leave me alone. It's wrapped in like a cloth. Yeah, whatever. So they end up going upstairs, and I like, you know, Jason just. It's perfect because he's been through the camps. He knows how they how they work, and you know he really helped them out because he knew the tripwire was there. Right. He knew the grenades or the you know were underneath the floor and exactly where they would be. I thought when they got in though that there were going to be the cadets in the that they were going right. to start shooting right away. What did you guys think? Well, I think once 
I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like once they opened the door and we saw the tripwire, then I knew for sure they were not in there. Right. Because it had been set. Yeah. Because you don't set it unless you're leaving. Yeah, you don't do that. How do well, you get back you in set then? It. You unset it. No, you can set it while you're in there. Right, you would, but you wouldn't. Unless you, like, took a nap or something. Yeah, I guess, but I don't think you would. I think it's not set. Well, but Regardless, I they, they weren't there. there. Yeah, but I didn't no, think they were there. how would you get it undone getting back you, in? Did you see Connor he, when they were he inside? He opened the door just a little and reached in and unhooked it. Yeah, did something well, I thought to they it. cut it. With or they knife, cut it, you know? but you can Some, just unhook it. Something, but either way, when they were in there, you saw Connor push something back in. So there's a yeah, way to... He, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's a wire, and you just unhook the wire so that it doesn't pull when you push on it. Right. So complicated. I know. Explosions are. <laughs> I, I would have liked a good explosion. This right. That would have been I nice. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. what we needed. But then they wouldn't have found the torn up piece of paper with Arabic on it. Which, let's just be real. That is so not like, oh, it just happens to say the word Blanche. And then, of course... Sebastian Monroe's like, oh, Blanchard. We know Blanchard. Like, that oh, just yeah, is so, that like, really, that's the one piece of Arabic that didn't get burnt up. I don't believe that. Yeah. So they're teaching them <laughs> Arabic in the cadet camp right. thingies. And then he found he found the, the lighter with the eagle. Mm-hmm. Total American, you know, that was America. 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 <laughs> and so I knew that was going to be significant. Right. Yeah. Well, I think he recognized it too. That's why he like they lingered on it because yeah, he exactly. knew the guy that owned the lighter from before. All right. And basically, hey, I know this guy, so he's gonna show up. What did you guys think? Because I was like, okay, this is clearly gonna be somebody, but I couldn't figure out who this would be. I, you know what? I wondered why they kept the door open as uh, once Miles and Monroe left. Mm-hmm. Why they still kept the door open when it was just Charlie, Connor, and Jason? I feel like they should have closed the door because. Yeah, but something's up when your door's wide open. Right, right, right. And so clearly you can see that from down the hall, like, the door's right. cracked. Right, and there's no explosion. Right. So you know something's going on. I think they should have closed the door. That was weird. That was weird. Oh. But he shows up, and that's what we need. He shows up, and Jason still can protect and uh, block him because he has the handcuffs. Right, I would be scared of him at this point. Like, hold on, wait a minute. He did all of that? <laughs> While in handcuffs? Tra- right, I'd have been like, you know what? Yeah, we need to just let you out of these handcuffs because you can clearly hurt somebody. And you, you could have heard us already. With or without handcuffs. Right. So. right. And they did. They let him out. So so he can do a little interrogation. Right. And uh, Charlie trusts him. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think made Charlie realize that she could trust him? I think she always has. I think she always loved him. There's a love there. But, of course, there's hurt because of the things that he's had to do right. for his family. So I think she's always felt the trust. But there was probably a long period of time where she didn't have it because he had to join with his father. But... I don't know. And I think the love is what makes her trust him again. And I think it was more in the room. When when the uh, cadet trainer was basically grilling him and saying all this stuff about him and how weak he was and how easy he was to train and getting on his case. Dumb obedient and low self-esteem. Like that almost like, I feel like it took a soft spot in her. And she's like, oh, yeah, I like him. That's, oh. And then she felt sorry for him almost. And then those, again, those love feelings that were always there showed up again. Connor's looking there like so salty. Snarling. <laughs> I mean, I would have gone off on anybody if they <laughs> they uh, called me all those things. Especially when your dad's Tom Neville and he totally manipulates you. And that's easy to do with people that kind of are dumb, right, dumb stupid, obedient, Dirt. low self-esteem. So yeah, Charlie had a soft spot. And I agree. I felt like that she's always loved him. Right. But 
I don't know this whole like after the Connor thing and then it was just I feel like she's just bitter. She always just looks at both of them. With, I was like, really hoping for eyes. more conflict between the Connor and Jason. Like I wanted right. to see some like fighting over Charlie, like love Something. triangle. Just, I guess this isn't the CW, so I know, but they. Can, I feel like he could have. I think Connor should have had more jabs. He should have said more because he made like one comment right. about a couple about Jason. But I feel like there should have been something. I wish they would have talked more. I feel like something. he wish he would have dropped the fact that they slept together. Like I wish he would have said something. Right. Like in your face. Yeah. What up? <laughs> By the together. way. Oh yeah. <laughs> we hooked up. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much just. I think when he saw them having that moment. He what did he say? Oh, what's our plan? He had he had to break the ice. But yeah, I right. I feel like it should have been it would have been nice to have a little more spice in there with him getting a little defensive about it. Right. So speaking of hooking up, let's talk about hookups. Blanchard. Blanchard. Oh. How? That was so awkward. How disgusting. <laughs> I love when we were sitting and watching the episode. And you hear this whipping and man groaning, and I made some comment about like a sex slave, jokingly, jokingly, right. and then you made a comment about it as well. And then we walk in, and there's Blanchard tied up, I getting feel like whipped. The the candles like going down the hall, like, <laughs> set it up. I'm like, these candles are a little too sexy to just be like regular home candles. Like this is my regular house. I'm just chilling. They're, they're the scented candles for Friday night. Oh my right. god, I Friday just was night. not expecting to see a very larger naked man. Getting whipped and enjoying it. And I love that his safe word was walnut. (laughs) Right. At first I was like, why is he saying it? And the second time I was like, oh. I love that Monroe was whipping him. (laughs) That was funny. That was good. Wait, wasn't, didn't he, or who was it that that sentenced him to, wasn't it him? No, no, no. It was 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 General Carver. It was Carver. Okay. Right. That was pretty But Blanchard used to be what General Carver now is now like he's yeah he's basically president. he said he's retired but he yeah. still has right. connections he and he knows people so they're gonna try to and he knows girls it. right apparently two that are trustworthy and one that is not right. did you guys notice I, and i said this when we were watching it but you guys out there did you guys notice that the blonde gave like a dirty look when she was closing the door right. and i thought yeah. that was really weird but i didn't think anything of it i was just like that's awkward she made an awkward face and it just got caught on camera i just felt like something was not was off with the girls i didn't know for sure but something was off. I was I didn't know if it was like oh, at first I was thinking, aren't there cuter girls in Austin? But then maybe <laughs> then I was like, maybe that's <laughs> I was like, but something's not right. Maybe it's just they're not that cute. And there's no offense. But I was like, maybe there's like cuter I mean, I girls. Kind of cute. I mean, I wasn't looking. Well, at her what? Face, but right. Oh, as, as just Miles like said. Miles said just exactly. Like Miles said. I mean, looking at her face. Did you guys recognize her from Willoughby? No. no, no, I didn't either. And that's I think that was the thing. It was like. Didn't you recognize her? Of course he didn't recognize her, regardless right. of if they knew her or not. Yeah, definitely weren't looking at her face. <laughs> no, what were they looking at? I won't her know. Rack. Oh, You're I so was enjoying great. her blonde hair. You're so funny. I knew you were. Yeah, You're such a good guy. I'm such a good guy. Sarah yeah. blonde You're blonde, hair. too. Absolutely. <laughs> so then, yeah, Blanchard gets killed. Two murders this week. Right. And the way that chick killed herself, though. <laughs> they stabbed them both in the gut. No, but she stabbed, the way she like, stabbed pulled and pulled, oh, that's like, exactly what I did when I was like, when I saw that. Ugh. It was like, stab, pull Dram- up. It was so dramatic. Right. Something like Romeo and Juliet-esque. But you know what's crazy to me? How on earth did Miles and Moreau escape so quickly? 
Did they throw off a grid? That happened no, they, so fast so that shot, I didn't realize what happened. The gun, they shot the oil lamp, and the oil right. lamp exploded. Oh. Because they have an oil lamp on the table. Since there's right. no electricity. Right. right. Oil they, lamps. I love how they did, like, the whole Houdini. That like, was very Houdini. It's the smoke, and then they're gone. <laughs> right. I think I, like, you know, looked down to get popcorn or something, so I totally missed it, and it was it was crazy. They were out. <laughs> but they get back really fast, too. And of I, course they Like, do. they show up back at the room, and everyone's in there just hanging out, and they have right. the cadet trainer guy all cut up and bloodied and they found out what their target is though carver yeah that just sounds like a presidential name carver because it is isn't i know it? he's right. a he's a republic leader of texas yes. texas. Carver. texas everything's bigger in texas if you think everything's bigger in texas you should make sure you subscribe to our <laughs> podcast and give us five stars tell a friend tell your five friend's friend stars. and make sure you comment let us know what you think about this episode, what you think about Revolution thus far, because we'd love to hear from you. And we also have a an actual comment from one of our fans on YouTube. YouTube. This is from Robana. Robana. How do you say that? Say it like you mean I'm going to go with a Robana. <laughs> Robana. Checking IMDb, the guy Indian's name is Scanlon. So if you remember last episode, we were trying to figure out who... Um, one of Duncan's guys was his name. The, like, he was basically the leader. That, and he was in this episode, too. He's the one that brought the information at the beginning right. that was translated from Arabic. And we were trying to figure out what his name was because he never says Indian. his name. We call him an Indian because he said he's, an, he's a follower, not the leader. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's, so what's his name? So his name is Scanlon, according to yeah. IMDb. Thanks, Rabana. Hey, you know what else they can do? So AfterBuzz TV has yeah. this awesome new app that just came out. And you can download it on iTunes. Yes. Uh, in your iPhone or in the Android Play Store. Yep, yep. It has every single one of our shows and you can actually watch or listen to live every single episode right from the app. I like it. it. Super it's really easy, super easy to place. use. You can favorite your favorite shows including Revolution. It's, and you can also message directly Especially directed to us. Revolution. Especially Revolution. Especially. That's all. That is all. Moving right along. Moving right along. So now, what, so what were they, they were having a rally. What, what, what were they having? Induction of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, they were announcing oh, the Rangers. Uh-huh. Dylan Rangers. Yeah, our, <laughs> Dylan our, good, our good friend Dylan shows up again. Right, and it, and it took me a second because I wondered how on earth, because Dylan just got there four days ago, how on earth is he already on the Rangers list? But of course we understand patriots are everywhere. They're infiltrated into all levels of government everywhere in every republic. So obviously somebody put his name on the list, got him, you know, put on there. Thanks to Miles not shooting him a couple episodes back. I know. Those, if he would have just killed that kid, we wouldn't have this problem. Well, no, they would have sent somebody else. That's true. Somebody else would have somebody been Somebody else place, we could have so. killed. True. Then we could have had more. And then actually he might not have noticed. He might not have noticed. True. So maybe it is a good thing that he let Dylan that go. it was Dylan. Because he knew it was him. So, you know what's funny, though? Because they were all standing there at the rally thingy, the induction. And they said, everyone, let's split up. And the first thought I had was, no, you cannot leave Jason by himself. Because what if someone reads his number? Did anyone else think that? Because no, that's what I, I thought. And I wrote that down somewhere. I was just like, why would they? Lies. <laughs> I swear somewhere I did. Lies. You yoga monkey. I know. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> California yoga monkey over here. Or I thought it. I th- what you were, you were making. It. That's funny. Because in California, we all just do yoga, right? I mean, I don't. I want to. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, no, I don't. I want to do handstands and I can stuff. do handstands, but not, I don't want to. Without falling. <laughs> but anyways, I just thought that was not the smartest idea just because, not because you couldn't trust him, because clearly you could trust him now, but if someone got a hold of his eye, right. I mean. 
done for. And I like too that the other the, the head guard basically recognized Monroe and he like went after him. Mm-hmm. Monroe disappeared, then like headbutts him, and nobody says anything. Right. I mean, you see no. somebody get headbutted right in front of you, and, and then it, you well, see he said him. he's drunk. He said, "Yeah, too much to drink." But okay, he, but still, I would have just been like, I would have at least looked as he like laid him down. Yeah, no one even moved. They didn't even like look at it. They were like They're still looking like, at General Carver. Oh, you're blocking my view of Mr. <laughs> right. Carver. Excuse me. Yeah, no one even moved. Then we see Crazy Lady. I, I swear, weren't her eyes kind of going? They were a little bit. They were a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit Jenkins into the. <laughs> and we see her, and she she knew Jason, and right. so then I was like, no. That's, I think that's why she gave the well. Never mind, she wasn't in there earlier. I was thinking that she gave the information because she knew it was them, but Jason wasn't in there the first time around. Right. No. I know. I had a minute, too, where I had to think, wait, wasn't it? Was it Connor? Or he? Right. But do you think she maybe saw them when they went in? That's what it was, probably. Once they knew it was okay. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Because I think they also went around. They didn't. They left her store to go, I guess, in another door to go upstairs. So I don't think they brought the whole no, crew back like, inside the, the door. He, back door. Right. right. So I don't know when she saw him. I think she um, has because he did. He didn't. He say they. No, no. He said they were bringing the, the cadets to Austin. I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way she was part of that cadet cadet camp that he was trained in originally. Right. Probably. Yeah. And you know, you never know. She could have like been scoping out the place after you know. Obviously, she was suspicious of them when they came looking for. Right. The cadet, so she probably was like, "Let me keep an eye out on them," and Polly was just looking like, "Okay, I see what's going on. Let me lay low." And she knew his name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Busted. And she, of course, read his she, number. She reads it. Right, the business. Can read. And you know, at that moment, that's when I was like, "Jason probably needs to die because it." it unfortunately, <laughs> there's there's no hope for him. There's no cure so for the number unless. And I was thinking the whole time, like maybe somebody can tattoo over the number. I thought maybe he. That Charlie, when she had him, was going to like try to read the number and be like, "This is your commanding officer," and try to get him to stop. But you know, they don't know what to do once the number's read. If you remember that, right. nobody yeah, from the, the good side ever—they don't know what happens. They just know they don't know how to, I guess, work it. They know that if you read the number, the person turns into a killer. But they—they've only had, I guess, experience with the one girl who killed her father and then killed herself. So they don't really know like how it works. They don't know that you say. I am your commanding officer, right. and then say blah, blah, blah. Do you blah. think that it's going to be brought up where they're going to figure it out? Maybe. Like that someone is going to show them or they're going to find something so that they can use the soldiers against the Patriots? They might. That would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Be well, like a zombie army. Right. <laughs> I don't they, know sa- they save the day, though, and that's what matters. I feel like you have Who to does? kill these people. Once they get the number, there's no turning back. Yeah, they, like, really... Because there's always a chance of them hurting you. Flipping so. out. Yeah. So we sadly see Jason take take the bag and walk to the building because she knows that she's trying to she's trying to help Miles and them stop the assassination. So she's like, "Well, you could take care of it if they don't do it." So he goes up there, and of course, Charlie follows. I think Charlie should have been a little more skeptical when she saw him with the bag. When he went off by himself, too. Well, even if he went off by himself, he could have literally been like, you know, his excuse was, I saw a kid standing there for five minutes. This is a better vantage point. It was very good, very smart, makes sense. Gave her the binoculars, everything. But I think when she saw him walking, especially with that case, I would have been like, we travel here with you, Jason. Where'd that come from? Where did that come from? Yeah, that what w- are you doing with this case? I yeah, same. I thought she would figure it out a little bit more sooner, but he, you know, he did try to play it off pretty right. cool. 
And, you know, if you notice, like, the girl at the S&M, you would have never known at first. They really get into their roles. Right. I think, though, when he was speaking, there was a difference in his tone. Like, there was a directness about the way he was talking True. when he was telling her that, about the vantage point. And it, it just, he felt different. Like, the way, even the way he was acting to me seemed different than himself. And I would have... Yeah, that's why I was saying. Why didn't she, felt sketchy. Yeah, why didn't she? I didn't. I didn't understand why she didn't pick up on it. And you know, he did give her a chance to leave. And right. I don't know if that's any romantical stuff, or it's just that's not even a word. But right. <laughs> no, but or just because it just happened that way. But I part of me was like, oh my god, maybe Charlie's gonna die. Charlie, why didn't you? Right. Why didn't you go? But I will say this: Charlie can kick some behind, like. For her to be choked out like that, blood coming out her mouth, right? Like that's a tough chick, yo. Because he's a, he's he's hurting grown men. Solid muscle mass. She right. works out. Yes, that's all <laughs> I, I was got. talking about him, but <laughs> oh, I was talking about Charlie. Guns out. Right. So she manages to get the knife and just stab him, and so he lets her go, and she grabs the gun, and then it's face off. <sighs> Right. I know you're I, sad. It's okay. And she was really trying her hardest just to be like, Jason, not, stop. This isn't you. This isn't you. If if I had been watching this like at home by myself, I think I would have cried. Are you serious? Well, thank you for being strong for us. <laughs> <laughs> just because like it was it was so emotional. Like Charlie felt so bad, but she knew that's what she. There was right. no other option. She and had to do that. Him. And then she's holding him. I know that part was so sad. I I. I really feel it, you know, when she cries because she cried what when Danny died? Yeah. No, when her dad died. Yeah. The very beginning, very beginning right. episode. And then of course she like it's just Tracy Spiridakos, you're a very amazing actress. I love you. Love you. Well, I have no soul or heart, so I, I was not as moved as you. But <laughs> it was a, it was a good scene. It was. It's horrible. I wouldn't have cried. <laughs> It's sad. okay. It's okay if you would have though. I'm not. I, I really. Soulless. If I was by myself, I would have cried. I'm not mad at you. I was just so caught up and I was being extra cheesy about Jason, so it was like not the same effect. I know. I'm sad. JD Pardo's gone though. He can come on your show now. Did, there was a, a really good Twitter message that uh, Bailey Burke just sent out, like just like right after the show ended. I just got it, and it was about you know glad he was part of the show and thanks for being so great. I and know. It was kind of sad. Right. I, I read it. I read it before the show started. We were sitting here looking at it. Emotionally. <sighs> Well, but we still have more to talk about. I know. We have now another plot the, line. Now that, that the done, Jason done. chapter is closed forever, <sighs> we still have something new brewing with Aaron and Priscilla. Creepy Priscilla. And this is what we were saying last week or two weeks ago, where after the tree thing, that, that she could be a nanite and she could be some kind of cyborg or right. some weird technology. Yeah. Called and, it. Yeah. I'm still waiting for her to be like, and we're pregnant. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 oh, that's I'm waiting coming. for some cyborg that's weird coming. child. Yeah. Uh, and and I was wondering the whole time. First, I was like, "When is Aaron going to figure it out?" And then he was like, "I watched you all night. You did not sleep. You did not even blink for the last five minutes." How creepy was it when she was just sleeping like this? <laughs> How creepy was it when she burned her hand and he said something smells oh, that's good? Right. right? <laughs> I, that's, the same thing. I was just sitting there thinking. I was like, mm, "Bacon hand." And then he's like, "Something smells good." She's like, I'm I think tea. right. I would have been really, really confused if I was Aaron. Like smelling so what, meat. I know I'm drinking this tea, but what was so smelled so good? Like, what are you cooking? What, what kind what of are meat you do eating you have? and not like, sharing with me? <laughs> right. Why does it smell like meat? <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, and then her hand burned and then came back together. And so when that happened, I was like, yes, that confirms for sure 
She is a nanite. She is but you know taken what? over. I thought they like cloned her or something. I thought this wasn't her yeah. body at all. I think they. I I really felt at this point it was somebody to completely different. So when they came and they said that you know they had taken her mind and the same she as was, they did to him. Yeah, like she was just checked out for real, literally. That was creepy to me. So. One of the things, too, they, when they talked about who was going to die this week, they showed a bunch of characters. She was one of the characters they showed as a potential death victim. But if you watch her burn her hand and heal herself, what are the right. potential now that they could kill her if something does go wrong where she becomes the super nanite, if you will? Because how do they stop her now? That's a good question. That's what I thought, too. And, and then once I saw her hand healed, I knew. I was like, she's not dying. She's not dying this episode. There's a lot of things that we can't stop. We can't stop the numbers, and we can't stop the nanites. But for now. We've got four now. episodes left in this season, and we've got to figure something out I know, right? real right. fast. Yeah, so Aaron finally, like we said, figures it out, calls her out on it. She says, you know, what well, we discovered that but Priscilla is still there. She's right. in there, but... Did you guys think it took Aaron too long to figure it out? Or do you think he figured it out? I think they gave up the information too fast. Yeah, I mean... Like with him... Once he started grilling her about it, she's like, oh yeah, okay, fine. I'm in night and I'm in the body and thanks. I thought she was going to creepily just be like, no. Well, when she put on the waterworks at first, when he was like, you haven't even mentioned your kids, I was like, this... And then she cried and I was like, okay, well, never mind. She does miss her kids. That was still weird to me. Right. But I think think he figured it out pretty quickly. I'll say that. Yeah, he did. He did. For him to call it out, he called out the fact that she didn't talk about her family, that, what else? He said something else about... Well, that she hadn't slept. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. blinked. I, and, and, yeah, this episode was just creepy to the max. And then she was like, it's it's one thing to hear about what an apple tastes and then to taste it. And there's one thing to hear. You, you're humans fascinated with sex and to have it. And by the way, you were, you were great. I was just Thanks. like, oh, God, my skin crawled. Like, that was gross. Aaron had sex with Nanite. I don't, he probably was like, I that need sounds a shower like, right now. Right, that sounds like a disease. <laughs> I have a sex. disease now. I've got the Nanites. I've got the Nanites. Man, it itches. <laughs> I know, it takes over your brain. That's a serious oh, disease. Bad STD. You guys, no sex. With the, with the Nanite. <laughs> Nanite. Yeah, that was that was really creepy. And then she says, if you don't want Priscilla to die, help me. Help me. And let's go and find everybody. And so they they well, randomly they, meet up they with were, Rachel. Well, no, they were only uh, 50 miles outside of. Oh, is that what it's? Oh, yeah. you're right. It did say that. When she was burning her hand, they said 50 miles right. outside of Willie. So they were close. And they find Rachel. And you know what I thought was? Go ahead. You're no, 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 go ahead. I was insane. Uh, I thought it was funny how she's sewing up. What's his name? Scanlon. Scanlon. She's sewing him up. And she's just like, you're going to, you know, why are you following my, or Sebastian, you know, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like, you're kind of, you're not fighting, per se, like how they are, but you're doing the same thing. But she's not following Monroe willingly. She's she's following Miles, her boo thing. Her boo thing. Her boo thing, yes. Who left her for a guy's weekend. Which he did not want to go on. (laughs) Yes, and Monroe called it out. (laughs) She fights like a dude. Monroe called it out. He said, do you guys think that um, Miles is changing because of Rachel? As Monroe says? I think so. I think he's just... I think I'm sure that's a part of it. But he's just realizing everything, and it's just it's just extra. Because uh, Bass is just so into it because he just wants to take over the Republic. And yeah, I mean, I guess because he's like, I want to. I think I, I think know. she's changed him. I think he he's fighting for a different reason now than he used to fight. Yeah. yeah. What are you fighting for? What are 
you fighting what are for? You fighting yeah, they've, they've just they've grown and developed as characters over the last eighteen episodes. So they are fighting for new things and different things, and they're looking they're for a future. For love. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's something wrong with that. Love. Monroe's right. trying to get his place in history, and Miles wants a relationship. Right. So. Why do you think? Here's a question that I can't seem to answer. Why do you think the nanites want to know how to be human? They're, they're going to make themselves human. I, I Why? feel like this is. It's going to go sci-fi if they keep going down that. It's path. already right. sci-fi. I right. mean, extra. They've moved away from the sci-fi a little bit. Yeah, extra sci-fi. But if they've introduced this technology, it has to go sci-fi. Right. They're, sooner or later, the show's either going to end, and we're going to have questions about the nanite, or it's going to have to go sci-fi to answer those questions. How'd you guys feel? If it went sci-fi. I mean, I feel like it's been sci-fi from right. the beginning. They've just gotten away from it. I feel like it. it's just... I, I I have... I go back and forth with sci-fi things, so I hope it doesn't get too weird because that will just... I will just tune out. But you know what I think? That would be that would be what season three would be about if there is a season three. It would be the nanites are... So, in, you know, of course, they defeat the Patriots. Patriots are done. But now it's Miles and company fighting against the nanite race. I think you're getting a little too far of your head or yourself here. I'm just saying, yeah, if there is a, but I, I can see where that is going because if you start, if you have one human nanite, then of course there's going to be more. Right. So if there's a whole army of them, what are they going to do? They can do anything they want. Right. So yeah, basically we're just waiting for uh, the seed to be planted per se and for some Oh, it's already been like, planted. <laughs> You know, hey. But I think, Surprise. right, but we'll see what happens because, of course, when Rachel sees Aaron and Priscilla, she knows something's up. Like, you thought so? She, she's she's very keen on stuff. She's usually, she's very more suspicious than not. And here comes Aaron and Priscilla unscathed in a land full of patriots. And then you see them not harmed at all. And then, of course, she's like, how did you find us? Yeah. Priscilla's and, good at that. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm she and, she, and you she see tracks. she she gives she's them like, a look. Uh, Rachel gives him a look like, okay, hi, Priscilla. Like, something, she knows something's up. I was I hoping that when Aaron hugged Ra- uh, Rachel, he would have, like, whispered, like, but, some, but Priscilla can hear that. No, I, you're right, because she, she has, has crazy superhuman ears, like, whatever. <laughs> right. Oh, my, I didn't think about that, but I thought maybe, like, a nudge or, like, you know. Like a <coughs> heads up, <coughs> crazy people. Now, oh, you think- remember Priscilla. Right, I think that's how he's gonna have to do it. He's gonna give her looks and stuff, and one he kind of did one of those dodgy eye looks. Right, you, do you think the nanites will really give Priscilla back though? No, no. Or maybe once they're born in a baby, they'll leave her body or something. Maybe, but by then she'll probably have to die. I feel like this could be a really good three-hour 3D movie. Well, yeah, I think definitely. So. And I, 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 the more I've been thinking about it as we were sitting here talking with killing her. The nanites, they can still kill Priscilla, I think, because right. they're killing her brain, which are the nanites are inhabiting. But I feel like they, I don't, I don't know, never mind. I, don't, I, don't I know feel like this is a perfect time for predictions. I think so. Don't, don't, don't. Can we get some AfterBuzz TV predictions? And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Every time I hear that, I just feel like we're in October again, and it's Halloween. <laughs> a weird, creepy haunted house. Right. Creepy. Some, this some back trailer at the AfterBuzz TV <laughs> studios. Earthquakes. Trapped. Right. I think we all should take a character or a two and say what we think. Megan, go. I want to take Priscilla and Aaron. Go. I say that the nanites are going to kill Priscilla eventually, and but not before she has her little nanite baby. And this baby is going to be like the savior of oh. some sort. 
I didn't even think about anything. Mm-hmm. Like the savior of the world? I don't like, know. You know Peter. It could go either way. So what's going to happen next week, though, with um, Charlie? Because we're seeing Neville showing oh, up. Yes. So And he's coming after her, and he wants to know about Jason. And so suddenly that, he cares about Jason? Suddenly now, now he cares he about Jason. Yeah, he's always cared about Jason. Yeah, he but has. if he really cared, he would have been there this week to save him. No, I mean, that's father and son so, stuff. I don't. I think he really has always loved Jason. Clearly, you as kid. a female know nothing about father and son stuff. Oh, here you go. Ugh. I don't think he's going to harm Charlie. He might hit her, but I think... <laughs> Smack I think her around a little bit? I think he knows the truth, which is his son does did need to die. Do so you think they're going to join up then? Do you think yes. Neville's going to... He has gonna, no choice. Gonna join who, up? who else does he have at this point? I mean, I feel like that that has... Those forces have been going this whole s- Moving towards each other the whole last yeah. five, six he, episodes. He has to. There's no way he can uh, c- coexist in the plot line unless either he... One extreme, he like takes over the world or he joins them. And I don't think he's going to take over the world. Okay. Well, so he's if, joining them then. Right. So he has to. What do you think? He has to. So I just think, yeah, baby, it has to come about. Something like that's going to happen. What about Miles and Monroe? My, I don't know. Well, I didn't really catch the... And Connor. I don't know. Connor is probably happy on. now that you know, Jason's you know, you know what I think? I think there's going to be a big rift between Monroe and Connor on one side and then Miles and Rachel on the other. Like, I, I see so it too. coming. It's Split brewing. Up. And Miles is going to have to pick sides, like, for good. Definitely after those comments Rachel was right. making. Yeah. Right. And I think he's going to pick Rachel, of course. Always. Gotta Always get... pick the ladies. Girls <gasps> before. Well, let us know what you guys think um, on YouTube and iTunes. And make sure to follow all of us. I am XOXOCESCA. Instagram, Vine, Twitter. Uh, am I missing anything? I don't think so. I don't Facebook. think so. You can no. find me at Ryan Hooks 92 on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and the Yahoo. Don't make faces at me. <laughs> the, the, also, the. Uh, got a new show coming out this week, Turn AMC. Check it out. After Buzz TV, we'll Sounds be here. cool. And as always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Meg Scoop. Like Scoop Ice Cream, because I mean yummy. What? <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.